Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Playoffs are bust. That's where we're at right now. Episode 17, 41 Acres, Landry Locker, Derek Foreman. I'm just going to get right to it. Uh, it's been a while since we've spoken to Longhorn Nation, but I'm just going to say it right now. I don't, you know I hate to say Texas is back, but I'm going to say this right now. Next year is a playoff or bust season for Tom Herman's squad. That's the expectations. That's my realistic expectations. Am I getting a little ahead of myself, Day Day? No, I, I don't think so, man. I mean, coming off of the season that they had last year and going to the, uh, you know, the Big 12 championship, man, and, you know, uh, Oklahoma just came in and did their thing, man. So it was a hard loss, uh, or whatever. But I think coming back in this year, uh, the Texas Longhorns, man, and with this recruiting class that they have in, man, it seemed like they got some pretty good studs, man. Uh, you know, we lost a lot of, uh, of great people, man, obviously going, uh, uh, you know, uh, potentially going to the NFL, man. So, uh, Tom Herman and his staff is going to have to restock, um, you know, with, with some younger players that's going to have to see the field early. But, uh, uh, I think, you know, hey, uh, you know, no Kyler Murray this year, man. You know, a lot of the quarterbacks no, are, well, are, yeah, you know, are, are gone, man. So, I mean, it's, it's prime for, uh, for Tom Herman and the Longhorns this year, man. It's going to be a situation where Texas could likely be favored in every single game they play. Every single game Texas plays, it depends on, on what happens 182 days from now on September 7th when, when LSU goes to, goes to DKR. Oh, that's going to be big, it's man. Be LSU huge. coming to Texas this year, man. Super big, wait. man. I can't can't wait either. It's going to be massive, but you're going to be favored in every game. There's there's a chance. I don't know what Oklahoma's going to be, but you're going to be favored in every game. And, and you mentioned the losses. It obviously starts on the offensive line. Uh, you got to protect the blind side, but Tom Herman, for the second straight year, he's 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 filling needs after signing day uh, through JUCO, which is the new the, the JUCO route, which is the new free agency uh, in college football and transfers as well. They add Iowa Western offensive tackle Willie Tyler on Friday, and they also add. Uh, they they also add Parker Braun from Georgia Tech, who was an All ACC first team guy. So you tweak the offensive line; uh, it looks like that's going to be all right. Uh, you lose Lil Jordan Humphrey, but you have arguably the best receiving uh, recruiting class of all time in the history of the school, which says a lot considering the class with Roy Williams, B.J. Johnson, and Sloan Thomas. But you're bringing in guys like B. McCoy, uh, who you stole from USC. Whether or not he can play, we'll see. You got Jordan. Whittington, who's a five-star guy. Jake Smith, the Gatorade National Player of the Year. Marcus Washington from Missouri. Uh, big guy, big, big guy, 6'3". Big Go up yeah. and get that rock. Right. You got you got receivers, and oh, by the way, you got Colin Johnson coming back. He's going to be bigger, faster, stronger. You got Duvernay. You got Jamison. You've, you, your, your biggest loss on, uh, from a skill position standpoint was Lil Jordan Humphrey, but these guys are going to come in and make an immediate impact. And on the offensive line, you got some guys with experience coming back. And just like you did last year with Calvin Anderson, you made those tweaks. So say, say it's, it's time for Sam Ellinger to shine. You got the best quarterback in the Big 12, Oklahoma. I know they've, I know they've won the conference four straight years, but let's just be honest. You lose four NFL offensive linemen who are all at the combine. Uh, you lose the best receiver in the Big 12, maybe in Hollywood Brown. It's between him and CC Lamb. You lose the Heisman Trophy. 
Trophy winner in Kyler Murray. No disrespect to Jalen Hurts, but Oklahoma's got way more holes to fill than Texas, and when it comes to the most important position on the field, Texas has the advantage there over every other team in the Big 12. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. I think this this Texas uh, offense, man, like I said, is going to be big. It's going to be high-powered. We have a lot of young guys that's going to come in, man, and, and have to make an immediate impact you know, on the field, man. We have some uh, transfer guys that have come in uh, to this team. Uh, you know, Tom Herman is doing doing this thing, man. He's, you know, and, you know, everybody know, man, how, you yeah. know, I wasn't the biggest the yeah. biggest Herman fan, man, but he's, he's, he's honestly flipped me, man, with the things that he's doing, man, and we haven't even touched on the, uh, the analyst that he's bringing in uh, to the staff to, to, you know, help out, uh, you know, just break down film and so on and so forth. Uh, guys like uh, David Beatty, who's uh, coming over Kansas. from, uh, from Kansas and uh, also uh, 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 Larry uh, Fedora, you know, who's also uh, uh, coming over, man. So those guys will be breaking down film and, you know, it is good to have those type of minds, guys who have, uh, who have been head coaches or you know who have been in the, the game. Same thing to come Alabama in and, does. And, and, Alabama and just did down. it with Applewhite. When when, yeah. when when head coaches want to come in your building and they want to help your squad, that's a sign that things are going in the right direction. And, and you know better than anyone because your son played the position running back. Uh, it, they might be a little bit thin there. Oh man! But if Keontae Ingram makes uh, has an off season like a lot of lot of freshman running backs do, and he comes back ready to roll, he's hitting those holes man, a little I, bit harder. I, Next level. I heard Keandre uh, is already up to like two thirty something, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's so what I like to hear. He's putting on uh, uh, on some weight, man. You know, but we just we we don't have anything you know much behind him, man. I mean, we have uh, Danny Young, who was basically used as a short yardage back uh, last year. Didn't really see the field uh, much, man. So he doesn't have a whole lot of experience. I feel, uh, and, and then. You know, God bless him, man. <laughs> you know, we got Kirk Johnson, man, who has, you know, been there probably five years now, man, and have a total of about eight carries in his whole, you know, collegiate career, man. I, somebody may need to sit down with him and just have a come to Jesus meeting and tell him, hey, man, it's time for you to go and get your degree, man, and probably look at doing something else. But, you know, I don't want to kill a kid dream, but I mean, you, you haven't did. really done, you, just you, did, you really haven't done much, you know, at, at, at Texas, it's man. So Ingram, it's, it's going to be, but, but I mean, it, 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 it it can't be all about Ingram. We have to last year with Trey Watson and, and Ingram. I thought that they were a hell of a pair. Now you're coming in and you only have one proven back, you know, who's still a young guy who's still trying to find his way. Hopefully this year he can come in and, and have a monster year. Uh, you know, he played decent as, as a freshman, but I mean, let's be honest with you. Trey Watson was probably the best back that they had last year, man. When you look at it down the stretch. Yeah. It's, it's going to be the offense. I think, you know, the, the, the biggest question mark is running back, but if Keontae's good, you hope these other guys can come in, but I, I don't think the receiving core is going to take a step back. As a matter of fact, I think it's going to take a step forward, and you only wonder what it could have been with uh, little Jordan Humphrey. Let's go to the other side of the ball on defense. Uh, you lose a couple of key guys. Uh, you lose your starting corners in, in Davis and Chris Boyd, but you got the young kids. you got a lot of talent there. Not too concerned there, especially with Stearns and Foster coming back in year two. Uh, Gary, uh, Johnson. Uh, 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 Gary Johnson's gone. Uh, uh, Charles Aminahu. You got Brandon Jones coming back at safety. You lost, you lost Aminahu. You lost Gary Johnson. Uh, but you know, you added, you added, man, and you we lost Hager, man. Uh, I don't, don't mention his name, please. That's, that's <laughs> enough of that. But you, you added Jacoby Jones, uh, Juco, number ranked, uh, number one ranked Juco defensive end. So, uh, adding more to the Juco. Uh, you, you added, uh, a few, a few linebackers that can make immediate impact, uh, in the, in the receipt, in the, uh, recruiting class. Four linebackers, uh, to be exact. Uh, and you got some other guys coming back. 
So on defense, it's it's a lot of unproven guys, but it's also a lot of talented guys. And my 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 main my, my main hope for the defense is I think that this defensive back class that we talked about last year that showed a few flashes and a few glimpses, I think they take the next step and that becomes the becomes the uh, the strength of the team. But you know when you when you lose Gary Johnson, who had a damn good combine, uh, by the way, showed that he could run. Not, nothing surprising to us, but when you lose a guy like Gary Johnson. Uh, that's definitely a hole that you got to fill. But let's be honest; it's all about the offense. They're going to be trying to outscore people. Oh yeah, no, no doubt, man. Uh, the offense is really going to be the catalyst for this team um, moving forward. Um, I think that uh, that Tom Herman is has probably gotten more comfortable. Although he says that he don't like you know calling plays from the sideline, he'd rather do it from the uh, from the box, man. But him being on the field, man, I think that you know uh, later on in the season, I think he did a hell of a job, you know, calling plays. Uh, I feel like he will be the the the, uh, the play caller and again like I said uh the importance of bringing a David Betty in a Larry Fedora in you know to help break down film and and to be able you know they can't go out and recruit or anything like that they can't you know coach the kids on the field or anything they're there just as you know uh, uh you know their their interaction will be you know with the coaches but I think you know the fact that they have been head coaches uh and and um you know been in this game for a while I think that is going to help uh Tom Herman right now yeah, and, sure then, can't hurt. Uh, and then you know Sam Ellinger like I said man him just taking his uh, uh, game to another level this past season I'm looking for him to be even more experienced uh, this year and, and again that, that wide receiving core is going to be critical man uh, insane uh, match, you know, it, 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 it should be matchup problems all across it's the gonna board be a man it's going to be a serious problem like it's 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 going to be scary what this receiving core is going to be and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be immediate and I know your guy Duvernay Duvernay is another guy that we can't sleep on because he's going to be a more of a part of things. It's going to be no doubt. It's going to be scary what that offense is going to do. The question marks are on defense, but the talent is definitely there. It's just a matter of experience. Let's talk about the guys who left uh, and how they did at the combine. Uh, Lil Jordan Humphrey, probably one of the most disappointing combines of anyone that that, that participated. Four seven nine forty, and this is after he lost a bunch of weight and was trying to get uh, a little bit uh, a little bit faster. Didn't work out for him. Uh, wasn't very strong. wasn't wasn't that great on the drills. Uh, it, it's it's almost the opposite because Chris Boyd. Chris Boyd was a combine workout freak. Uh, he had the the most bench presses for a corner. Ran a four four. It almost seems like it's just too opposite things because if you watched the games last year you saw how good little jordan humphrey was but then he goes to the combine and he kind of kind of lays an egg on the other hand chris boyd i mean if, if i feel like when scouts watch the tape they're going to wonder how the heck this guy is even considered uh leaving his junior year but you know he goes to the combine and he looks like a total freak so it's 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 unfortunate for uh for little jordan and, and good for chris boyd uh gary johnson uh, obviously uh ran well also but you know i, I feel bad for little jordan because i gotta wonder if He's starting to question his decision on on whether or not he should have left early. Well, I, I think that he's definitely questioning his decision now. You know, after having the worst forty time out of all the wide receivers there, man. I mean, it just Damn. wasn't it wasn't a good look. And I mean, I, I've seen you know people on on different you know sites or whatever or, or you know Longhorn groups uh, that I'm a part of, and they were just really kind of just dragging him through the ringer or whatever, which I thought was you know kind of unfair uh, to the kid i mean he made a uh you know whatever decision that he made and you know he and his family made or whatever was the decision that he felt like was best for him so i don't i don't knock him for that we said uh 
in our uh, last show uh, before all of this even came he out that he should have stayed. He needed another year or whatever. And I mean, you know, another year wasn't going to make him any faster or whatever, but it, it would have given him, you know, a little more film. And then he would have been dynamic in this offense, you know, having, you know, with, with the, the wide receiver core that we just alluded to. Uh, but I mean, yeah, man, it, it, it was an ugly look uh, for him, man. But that that's still not to say, man, that he won't get a, let, let's say this, uh, statistically uh, proven fact, man, that there was a lot of free agents that were on rosters at the end of uh, this uh, NFL season than it was draft picks uh, anywhere from four to seven, man. So with that being said, I, I believe that they are still, there's still a place for a, a, a little Jordan Humphrey. Uh, even if he doesn't get drafted, I think he'll get a look on the squad. Or, or, or And even if he doesn't make a team, I feel like, you know, a year development on a practice squad or whatever the case may be, it's still an opportunity for him in the NFL because he just does so many things, man. And when you look at him and, and the tackles that he broke, and you just looked at him this past season, man, he really had good film. Another year would have benefited him, but I still think there's possibly a chance for him in the NFL. I think it added a lot of credibility to Tom Herman, too, because there was a couple times where it was very very clear that he was trying to light a fire under little Jordan's ass, uh, whether it was you know the the, the bowl game uh, where where he was he was suspended for the bowl game, whether it was benching him early against Oklahoma State, uh when, when, when Texas lost there in Stillwater, there were multiple instances where it seemed like for whatever reason Tom was trying to light a fire under his ass. And, you know, when, when you see him go out there and do what he did at the combine, maybe it was, maybe, maybe there was a reason that he was trying to do it. But uh, I feel bad that the kid's going to have to, his, his NFL journey is, is an uphill battle. I'm, I'm definitely rooting for him, but you just got to wonder if, if he regrets that. I was happy for Gary Johnson though, because you know, you know, oh, I'm the head man. of the Gary yeah. Johnson fan Gary club. Johnson, man, that's my dude right there. So let, let, let me ask you this: the, the way the, he runs, man. The, oh man, the, the dude is 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 fast, man. The dude is fast for a linebacker. And, and the thing about that this, play against OU where he forced the fumble on uh, on CC Lamb, but but then it led to the safety. That should have been one of the one of the biggest defensive plays in recent history at UT but it just kind of got it kind of got eliminated quickly because of the safety right after but in the fourth quarter with OU looking to take a two possession lead he hustles all the way down the field forces that fumble Texas gets the rock right. all the excitement and then next thing you know there's a safety man that should have been that should have been a play that we'd be talking about 10 years from now well the way that that uh that the NFL is played now if you look at you know 20 years ago a guy like Gary Johnson probably wouldn't make the NFL. NFL, you know, but now the way that the game is played, man, with more spread concepts or whatever, uh, you know, with his speed and his quickness, man, even being, you know, kind of a little guy, he's able to shoot gaps and everything he's very quickly, man. He so, will be on your team. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be on, on, on a squad, man. And, squad. and I mean, you know, you look at a team like maybe the, uh, the Chargers who run a, a, a lot of, uh, you know, they, they bring their, um, uh, um, um, you know, DBs down in the box and, and, and play that a lot, man. So they like those corners that, uh, being able to, uh, come in and, and defend the tight ends and so on and so forth. But just with the spread the concepts, I mean, linebackers, I'm sorry, but just with the spread concept alone, uh, th- th- this guy will be able to he come in run. and make plays, man. He can run. He can fill the hole. He can tackle. Gary Johnson will be on your team. Charles Aminahu as well. Uh, you know, I, I, he's one of those guys where I watch and, and I, I like the young man. I'm not trying to knock the young man, but I feel like his stats and his sack production, I feel like it's, it wasn't even like overly impressive, but I feel like it was, it was a lot more, the stats are more impressive than when you actually watch him play. And, and the example I'll use is there's, there's a, there's a Longhorn fan 
uh, who used to write for the Dallas Morning News, uh, good guy, uh, actually an alum. His name is Todd Wills, and he's always on Twitter, and he, he talks about Charles Aminahu, uh, and, and he said something along the lines of the game that he played against Georgia was one of the best games I've ever seen a defensive lineman play. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, what were you watching? Like, maybe it looked a little bit better, but I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. And I go back and look, and he had two tackles. He didn't have a tackle for loss. He didn't have any sacks. I feel like a lot of times, Aminahu, we, we, we think that he doesn't finish plays. So a lot of times it looks like he's doing more, but he, that I, I feel like he left so many sacks on the field. I don't know how he's going to fit into it well, in well, the NFL. Well, let me ask you this. Do you feel that he, uh, sometimes you, you can be in addition uh, 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 through subtraction, if you understand what I'm saying. Sometimes, uh, you know, you know, you may get doubled or, or something like that. They might leave lanes for other people to come in and, and be successful and, 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 and make plays, man. So I didn't, um, I didn't really see him getting doubled. I mean, I, I don't know though. It's it, I, I like Charles. I'm, I'm not trying to knock him, but I'm just saying it goes back to what we talk about and what I think a Texas defensive end should look like. Charles is close to that. But he's not quite there. Maybe I'm just putting him on a different scale. Maybe I'm being, maybe I'm getting stuck in the days of, you know, the Brian Arakpos, the Sergio Kindles, uh, those kind of guys. Even going maybe back you're to just Tony Brown. Can hate I don't feel like I watched Charles Aminahu and said, you know what, that that guy is going to be a beast on Sundays. Uh, well, I, I I agree with that. I didn't see you know anyone you know uh, Gary Johnson probably the only one defensively this year that I thought you know that really was just a beast. I was surprised. I mean, of course, Chris, uh, a guy like Chris Boy will, will get drafted. He was uh, not the, good. The, the, uh, Devontae Davis he was not good. Um, Devontae Davis was probably more solid to me than Chris Boy was. I, he's definitely for sure gave up less plays than. Uh, than Chris Boyd did all season. And Chris However, Boyd, a lot Chris of times Boyd when he wasn't good... giving up plays, he was getting bailed out. There were some drops. There was a couple times quarterback missed it. Like there, if, if there was there was a couple times where Boyd got bailed out. And there was a couple times where he didn't see the ball and he just happened to recover pretty nicely. Let me, let me ask you this: Do you feel like uh, Chris Boyd gets drafted? Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah! I think he gets drafted. I, I think I think I, I would be shocked to see Chris Boyd go like in the third round or something like that. Third just round? Get, look, bro, like hey, you the combine like dope, that, man. Man, I'm just saying, third like the round, combine, you got to be. Kidding me, bro? I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. I oh, wouldn't do it. Man, but I'm hell just saying. No. Look, dude. People fall in love with his speed, man. People fall in love with speed, and and they fall in love with physicality. And Chris Boyd, if anything, well, he, he's, well, very he, he, he's physical. Very the, physical. Devontae very Davis fast. Is a, a very very physical uh, guy as well. But I think Devontae ran dress, like maybe a, like a, 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 a four or five. I think he ran there at the combine. So push up not, the bench, not, huh? He didn't push up the bench like Chris, man. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris did. I'm not saying I would. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Third round. No, bro. I'm third, just telling you, man. Round, people bro. want yeah, corners. Yeah. Hey, it ain't me. It ain't me selecting. We're we're gonna have to figure that out. But we'll see. <laughs> but I, I do feel bad for Lil Jay that he's gonna have to sit back and uh, fight his way onto an NFL roster and uh, watch a team that is in the driver's seat to being in the college football playoff, as I said, because they're going to be favored in every single game. Other stuff that happened because there's a lot that's happened since we uh, since we left uh, the air last time. Vince Young, man. Oh, man. Did you have to go there, bro? I didn't want to. We had to talk about 
more than it hurts Young, you. Man. This hurts me. This hurts it, me more it, it than it does, hurts you. Man. And Vince Young is a, a friend of the of the, uh, of the show, man. He's a friend of the podcast. We've had him on uh, a Longhorn, great man, and uh, innocent until proven it, guilty. Yeah, but damn. yeah, but man, I mean, innocent come on, this, proven this, guilty, this, but damn. bro, like this is the second time, bro. Like, I mean, come on, man. You All you got to do is be Vince. I, I love Vince Young more than anything. I, I've told you this a hundred times. Section twenty four, row thirty nine, seat one. I love Vince Young. I absolutely adore Vince Young. I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm I'm the biggest Vince Young fan there is. But damn, dude, quit putting yourself in these situations. You are so loved there. Don't make people don't make people bail on you. Like just make better decisions. Hopefully, hopefully he gets another chance and just realizes it. But damn, man, like we can't be having this. Kind I of mean, stuff. Vince, man, you're you're icon you're in, in Austin, man, at the University of Texas, BYU man. Steakhouse. I mean, yeah, I mean, you man, you you you're doing big things, man. It's just not a good look, man. And we love you, bro. We always got love for you. Definitely appreciate you for coming on the show uh, last season, man. Gonna try to get you back on, you know, uh, this year if we can, man. Uh, but case. yeah, man, we just we just gotta, yeah, man. After the case, man. You know, hey, you know, God bless you, man. You just, I mean, we we keep it real on this show, bro. We love you, but you gotta can do better, man. Real, <laughs> man. man. So what's up, well, man? What's, what's up, man? What's, what's, what's been going on, Locke, man? What's, you know, what's, what's been happening, man? Well, I mean, you know, on, our man. fans miss us, man. They've been hitting us up, man. Sad, and we dude. didn't want to get into the whole, Bro, you like, know, look, recruiting we'll, things. We'll break and, down. We'll talk about this recruiting class because it is one of the best recruiting classes uh, in the history of the University of Texas. Right, right. It's, it's a top three, and you can look at the kids. But we're not going to sit here like, like – and I know a lot of people get paid to do it. They get paid some good bread to, to follow it. I'm not going to sit here and say this kid out of Little Elm High School really needs to pick University of Texas over Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm a grown ass man, dude. Right. Like I, cut, I, I, I live this stuff on Saturdays and I like seeing it, but I ain't going to sit here and go down to the high school level and break down this, this running back that might come here. I mean, because once it, once it's done, we can talk about it. But I'm I'm not I'm just not gonna, that's just not my style. I mean, man. because the the bottom line is this, man. You know, I'm I'm kind of back and forth on this, man, because I'm not gonna necessarily say that stars don't matter, man. I mean, when you go back and you look at oh, teams matter. that when you look at teams that have won national championships, man, stars does matter coming out of high school. But at the end of the day, man, we've seen guys who, uh, uh, hey, Deontay, uh, uh, for instance, man, was you know rated a three star guy, you know, kind of the throw in to his brother, you know, our money man, who was a, a four star guy, man, and then you know come to Texas and, and just sets it on fire, man. Uh, so. I mean, I, I, the recruiting thing, man, and the rankings coming in, man, it really doesn't matter to me or whatever. We've seen five star guys who didn't pan out and we've seen, you know, uh, walk ons that have, you know, come on and have made big impacts on teams. So, uh, I mean, it's just about busting your ass, man, and going out there and working hard. And I think that's what Tom Herman and his staff, you know, uh, are expecting for these level. guys to come in and he's definitely recruiting at a high level. I mean, is, is he winning the battle right now over Texas A&M, man? Yeah, I mean, you see it. I mean, yeah, the 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 rankings are higher, and and they talked about how good of a recruiter he is. He's he's already recruiting his ass off there too. Uh, once once they get in the building, we'll talk about him. But the the way Tom Herman's recruiting right now, it's it's a it's at a higher level than anyone's seen, and and the way that he's working these transfers too. I mean, you saw Trey Watson last year, and you saw Calvin Anderson. Without right. those two guys, they don't win ten games. Yeah, Matter no of doubt. fact, I don't know how many games they do win without the left tackle uh, and 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 Trey Watson and everything he brought in the run game and the pass game. So he's back at it. So it's not just the recruiting; it's it's the it's the default free agency. Which, by the way, 
also impacted the uh, Texas Longhorns as we continue to talk about what what's happened since we left because since we were on the air last time we we pro- we saw it coming but they lost a couple quarterbacks they lost Shane Bouchelle and they oh. lost Cameron Rising yeah. uh, Casey Thompson however does stay so they they do have a backup quarterback that was uh that was coveted and is familiar with the system. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing because at the end of the day, those guys weren't going to play in the ideal situation. But I will say this. I want to wish Shane Bouchelle the very best because I feel like Good the way guy. he handled himself last year yeah. and the way that he came in whenever he was called to, regardless of how you feel about how he performed against Baylor, and that was a debatable topic, but he handled himself like a true professional. Uh, you can tell that it, that it really meant a lot to him in the way that Tom Herman handled the situation very honestly with him. You can tell he means a lot to his teammates, and I'm a big fan of the young man. My second, my second favorite team next season is going to be SMU, assuming that Shane's the starter. Because when it comes to class and it comes to being a good kid, you know, it's one thing to have your blue chip recruit that goes on to the NFL, and we talk about him years down the line, like a Vince Young or whatever. But guys like Shane Bouchelle, the attitude like that, the buying into the buying into Tom Herman's philosophy whenever things aren't going your way. The buying into the locker room, those guys are just as important as the blue chips and the guys that are on the field. So I got to salute Shane Bouchelle, and I got to say I wish him the very, very, very best. Shane, good guy, man. You know, uh, he and his uh, his brother and I, you know, we talk, you know, time to time uh, uh, through Twitter, and you know, I've got a chance to meet his, you know, mom and everything. His freshman year coming in, um, you know, obviously Armani Deontay was there and, and played with him. Really, really good guy, good family. Uh, you know, I think SMU is definitely a good fit for him. Uh, uh, a, a guy like that, uh, although, although, man, yeah, Sunny Dykes, Dykes. I, 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 but I, I, to be honest with you, man, I, I, I truthfully, bro, I, maybe he may have stayed a year too late, man. I mean, you know, a, a year longer than he should have stayed, uh, uh, you know, at Texas, man. I thought that, you know, honestly, that he, you know, would have transferred last year, man. But, you know, hey, to, to each his own. And, and again, we wish, uh, Sam the best, man. Uh, Shane. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Shane the best. And, uh, just, you know, hope that he goes to, to SMU and, and tear it up, man. I don't so think we'll he's trying to go to the watching. NFL. So I don't know that last year was bad for him. I think he built a lot of character. And I think, honestly, I think like as far as networking, I don't know what, I don't know what Shane wants to do in the future. But I think as far as networking, like if he does want to stay in football in some way, shape or form. I think staying last year at Texas did more for his future. Yeah, business-wise, yeah, right, right. Okay, I got you. I, think, I, I, think I, I agree with that. I agree with that. That's right. Uh, but, yeah, that's but, right. But, Keep but saying get, that. Get, get, getting back to to the uh, NFL, well, I mean, if I f***ing agree with you, bro, I, I, I agree with you, man. I mean, like, what the hell, bro? You know, am I just supposed to create kind of who the f*** am I not? Skip Bayless? You know, I'm just you know, supposed to say some outlandish just to create controversy, man. Like freak, no, man. I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I agree with your ass. It's not often that I agree with you any goddamn. Well, I do kind of agree with you on some things, but you know, hey, it is what it is. But you know, uh, um, getting back to the to the quarterbacks, man. Uh, that was scary, man, for a while, man. To, to lose those guys. Well, well, to lose those guys uh, uh, like that, man, at a rapid pace that they Why, were losing though? those guys. Be, be, but yeah, but you asked them. Okay. So what you're telling me is quarterbacks don't freaking get hurt, uh, Landry? No, no, especially Sam. And I know it's, I, it, I think, exactly. I, I think, That's I my point. Sam, so now, Sam so now, the way he so, runs. So let, let's say, knock on wood, man. I, I really don't even want to no, go don't here, do it. bro. I know what you're going to say. I don't say. even want to go. No, no. But, 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 but what you're saying, saying, saying is it's important to have a backup quarterback. Exactly. But you got one. You got Thompson. An experienced backup quarterback. You know who's losing quarterbacks every year? 
You know who's losing quarterbacks every year? Oh, Georgia. They're losing quarterbacks every year. Oklahoma. They're losing quarterbacks every year. The good programs lose quarterbacks when they have quarterbacks. And and the fact that these guys are leaving, I agree with what you're saying. If if something happens to the starting quarterback, I'm not even going to say the possibility. You all know who the starter is. Then yeah, you want you want the best possible guy. But when you're a good program, you're a top notch program. You have the expectations that we've laid on Texas. It's playoffs or bust next year. That's the theme of this show. Playoffs or bust. You need Sam, and nine times out of ten, when your starting quarterback gets hurt, you're going to be screwed. But I like Thompson, and if if they're leaving, it's at least a sign early in the Tom Herman process of trying to get Texas back to where they want to be that it's a good thing because it appears you have a quarterback that nobody, that other guys that that were highly recruited don't feel like they can compete with. You better hope like hell Sam doesn't go down well, no, uh, next year, man. Well, no doubt. I you would know. I would hope that if those guys were there. <laughs> I mean, but 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 you got Thompson. You you got Thompson. You, you, you we'll see. I like Thompson. I like Thompson coming in, but we'll see. But hopefully, I, I don't have to see him. Hopefully, honestly, hopefully next year Thompson's transferring, and then and then they have and then they have another young guy backing up Sam. I'm fine with that. I mean, you know why? Because why? when Sam because when Sam's a senior, there's going to be some blue chip recruit that is that it, that that everybody's forecasting is going to be in the pros, and Texas is going to be at the top of his list. So if he wants to come in and be the backup, go ahead and leave Thompson when. When Sam's a senior, we'll see you later, and we'll just keep bringing in quarterback after quarterback. Times have changed here, bro. Times have changed here. That's that's where we're at right now. Like you're such a kid, bro. Hey. Really, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Like really, bro. You you such a. I hey. mean, I mean, bro. Best I mean, of luck I mean, to you guys. stuff stuff happens, man. You know what I'm saying? Stuff happens, and we understand stuff happens. I would rather have a guy. You know, when Sam was hurt last year or whatever, we had Shane, you know, to come in, a guy who has started a whole season, man, who was an experienced guy, whatever. Like, that matters, man. That, yeah, I mean, good, that he, matters. He did all right against you, you, you saying, well, right you saying well, well, hell, just, you know, hey, as long as we have Sam, as long as we have Superman there, yes. you know, we don't need any more. We don't need a, a, a Batman or a Green Lantern or, 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 you know, whoever. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't need that, man. We just got Superman. But understand that you there's know the best there is a such thing as freaking kryptonite, man. You know the best. You know the best uh, backup for Sam Ellinger, one who doesn't play. That's that's that's, that, that's my best backup. Dude, you are man. This is beyond me, man. But, you are a fool, man. But shout out to Cameron Rising too. Uh, we didn't really get to see him, but uh, best of luck to him as well. Uh, speaking of speaking of transfers, because I, I I gotta say this right now. I, I I gotta say this. I give Oklahoma a lot of credit for Baker Mayfield. Give him a lot of credit for Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray, although in the big scheme of things, I think Kyler Murray benefited from very, very favorable surroundings last year at Oklahoma. I'm not trying to take away too much from him, but when four of the offensive linemen blocking for you were at the NFL Combine, the other one, uh, uh, the wide receiver in the slot that you were throwing to, uh, is the number one wide receiver on Bucky Brooks's uh, current big board, uh, but he's not he's not participating because of a Liz Frank injury. The other wide receiver you threw, threw to is the best receiver in the Big 12, CeCe Lamb. Sorry, Colin Johnson, I love you very much, but... CeCe Lamb, and you arguably have the best running back in Sermon back there, your surroundings are pretty good, Kyler Murray. Your surroundings are, are, are pretty damn good. But with that said, he was a damn good player. I'm not trying to hate. Okay. But Jalen okay. Hurts ain't in that class. Oh, Jalen Hurts ain't in that class. Hey, 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 man. Hey, man. Let me tell you something about the young G, man. Uh, Jalen Hurts, man. Yeah, you know, he got beat out by Tua, man. We understand that at, at Alabama, man. But I think that him going to Oklahoma. It's a good place uh, for him, but good, he does not place. scare me. Well, I mean, Jalen Hurts. He does Hurst, not bro, scare me. But, 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 but hey, Jalen Hurts, hey, resume speaks for 
for himself, man. You know what I'm saying? He only lost two games, man, at Alabama, man, before he, you know, was taking over, man. And he did come back and win them, uh, 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 you know, the, the game against Georgia, man. Yes, he's so, he's, I, mean, he's all right. I mean, so, so the dude's legit. I think going right. to Oklahoma, man, I think Oklahoma is going to be, uh, uh, you know, good for him, man. Of course, we still have to see, you I mean, know, they still gonna got have talent, him, too, but, with that said. They, you know, they still but, got hey, talent. I like, I like, I like Jalen, man. Shout out to Jalen Hurts, man. I, I like the dude. I had a chance to, to, to meet the, the guy and sit down and talk to him, man. Really, really cool Who dude, cares? man. He's, so he's a sooner now, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, man, that's he's what I'm a sooner. About, he's man. a sooner I, now, I, I though. understand that, man. But, Let you know, him go. You know, it's all good, man. But so, What's up? What's up, Dede? Uh, no, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm all in, man. Just looking, through, just looking through this schedule. Just looking through the schedule right now. Next year, because we're talking about Texas potentially being favored in every single every single game. Louisiana Tech favored versus LSU. It's gonna it's it's gonna be to be determined. Yeah. But it will be noted that DKR has become a home field advantage. You lost one game there last year, uh, and it was it was to West Virginia when they went for two with Will Greer's quarterback. How, man, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, man. But like you know, with with what uh uh they you know they've done with Bevo Boulevard and, and all. I mean, just everything around surrounding the stadium or whatever, man. That LSU game is going to be. I, I, what what what, what, what time would you there. what time would you tell people to be to be at that game, man? Because man, it's gonna I start. Mean, it's probably going to be, gonna be crazy, a seven. Bro. You got to think that's going to be a late night, right? Yeah, you gotta yeah, think that's definitely gonna be a seven, 7 o'clock game. Man, get yeah. there like 7 a.m. and just pace yourself. Have man, a good time, it, it, it's going to be crazy out there, man. I haven't been to a game, man, uh, all that last season, man. You need uh, to hit that. So, uh, 182 days. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that game right there, man, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I might have to make my I'm way there. up to Austin, uh, for that game, man, because I know it's going to be crazy around there, bro. But we don't know if they're going to be favored or not. It's, it's going to, at the very least, be like one of those three point, Three point spreads either way, or it could be even less. So it's going to be close. Right. At Rice favored yep. versus Oklahoma State favored. Favorite. They have they have to replace their starting quarterback, and they lose Justice Hill. So you're going to be favored in that. At West Virginia, no Dana Holgerson, no Will Greer. I know it's a tough place to play. No one wants to go to Morgantown. Still going to be a slight favorite at West Virginia. Versus OU, we don't know how OU is going to start next year. I'm not questioning their talent. You're going to have a first-year quarterback uh, in Jalen Hurts. You're going to have four new offensive linemen there. Uh, you lose Hollywood Brown. So you got to think with the with the talent at Texas, at the very least, that's going to be some sort of coin toss. So it could be favored. Versus Kansas, favored. At TCU, they're going to have a new quarterback. Uh, they got a lot going on. You're going to be favored. Versus Kansas State, favored. Versus at Iowa State, you're going to be favored. Even though even though Iowa State's one of those yeah, teams that's pretty good. You got, the second, yeah. you, got, you got the second year. The, the quarterback starting his second year It's going to be tough. That could be a trap game. Yep. At Baylor, Brewer in his second season, but you're still going to be favored. And then you host Texas Tech, favored. There is a strong chance that Texas is favored in every single one of their games except maybe Oklahoma and LSU. And even then, it's going to be close but I would say, so, 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 you know, the point is, so, so my it's, question, it's, it's playoffs or bust. I'm, I'm going to put, right. I was going to put you on the spot, man. Playoffs and say, or bust. And say, do we, do, do, you know, for, for Herman to legitimize himself after last year, man, do, does he have to win the Big 12 this year and get a playoff berth this year? I want to, I don't care. I, I want the playoffs. I'm going to be disappointed if they don't, but they got to win the conference this year. They got it. They have to win the conference this year. Like that's 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 my expectation for this squad. When you're returning, when you're returning your quarterback as a third year starter, and everybody else is chasing their tail in that situation. Except, I, I guess you're not chasing your tail when you bring in Jalen Hurts. But, but yes, I I do think they have to win the conference next year. That's my expectations. 
Well, I mean, I, I totally agree with you, man. I think that is there for the taking, man. I think it's prime, you know, for them to go in there and, and handle their business, man. But one thing that we do know that the games, you know, still have to be played, oh, man. Or, cliche, and, 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 and it's no so, so I mean, you know, that, that's, that's oh, what it is. Can but, happen on but, any given but, Saturday. Uh, any, any given Saturday, man. But, <laughs> but, but let me, but let me say this, man. Uh, 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 Bro, we right around the corner from the spring game. Like, 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 it seemed like this stuff went Bro, by kind of quickly, But man. it's 182 games. That, you know, just to put you back in perspective, it's 182 days to LSU. Yeah, bro. 175 it, to the opener. So it ain't, it ain't as close as it seems. I mean, but, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying the, 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 the spring game. Yeah. You know, we, we're what, what, three weeks or what, 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 about two or Pretty close. three, you Pretty know, close. Uh, away from, uh, from the spring game, man. So, I mean, and I know the spring game really means nothing to most people, nah, man. There's it, a lot of stuff I want to see. You know, but there's a lot of things I want to see too, so I'm very interested in uh in this. I'm probably more interested in this spring game than I've been in probably the last three years. You yeah. know, uh, with the spring game, man, there's a lot of uh, uh unproven uh commodities coming in, man, that I really want to get a chance to look at and and uh, whatever. So I'm I'm excited about watching Texas uh in the spring game this year, man, and checking them out, see what they got going on. I'll be looking around at uh Jalen Hurts in Oklahoma in their spring game, and you know, he's so been I'm, squatting a lot. I saw he's so, squatting. A lot. They 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 put up videos of Jalen Hurts squatting, so that that's good for him when he's a running back in the league. Congratulations on that, Jalen. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I like Jalen. He's a good kid. I'm I'm just I, I just don't think he's Kyler or uh, Mayfield. But it, it, good job for Lincoln Riley for being able to uh, being able to bring in guys time after time. I don't know how much longer he's going to be at OU, but he's done a damn good job. And they're they're the class of the conference. All, what, what, all things what, what, considered, what, what, we're what? drinking Kool Aid right now. Let me just let me just say this. And I, I said I said it after Texas beat them last year. Go ahead, bro. I said OU was going to win the conference last year after Texas won the Red River mm-hmm. Shootout. Made that very clear. There's still the Oklahoma is still Texas's daddy as we sit right now. So so that's that we don't get that twisted. Yeah. As excited as we can get, may, let, let's be honest. Oklahoma owns Texas. Yeah, Oklahoma still owns Texas. They own the Texas. conference. Yeah, we do. That's that's they a do. fact. We we yeah. understand that. They they own they own Texas, man, or or whatever. But but I but again, uh like I said before, man, it, it's going to be interesting this year. Um Sam being the most experienced quarterback in the Big 12, uh you know, coming out there, man, he has he he has a lot of toys to play with, man. A lot of of uh, uh like I said, it, it's going to be a high-powered offense. I, I I think that having and again, I I uh prefaced this earlier, man. But I think it is so key and so important about David Beatty and, and those guys coming in as analysts, man. Just giving you a whole nother set of eyes. Maybe you can see You're something high that on I don't. This, bro. Well, well, well. My thing is because you know these guys have experience with head coaching jobs and, and assistant coaching jobs or whatever. So you know they're coming in and hey, they can sometimes you know you, you're so attention to detail and you're so busy focusing on one thing until you need other eyes to be able to see other things around you. And I think that. that that's where the importance of a Larry Fedora or a Dave Beatty, uh, David Beatty coming in and uh, being analysts for uh, for the uh, University of Texas and, and helping. Uh, and also, Tom it helps Herman the offense, man. Offense. Like, yeah, obviously, because no our, our biggest knock, our biggest knock on this on this Texas coaching staff for since we've been doing this podcast has been the quote unquote offensive coordinator Tim Beck, David Beatty, and Larry Fedora. They're probably a little bit better offensive minds than what Tim Beck is. Like, oh, just no doubt. That, yeah. So I mean, no doubt. I would trust either one of them calling plays more than I do Tim Beck at times. You know, just just given just what we've seen from him. So I guess in the film, he can at least you you know he can at least give Herman a better set of eyes than what Tim Beck is. 
you know, both of them, I think that that's going to be big, you know, defensively too. Like I said, sometimes, man, you just have those extra eyes. It, it, it makes a difference, man. It, it, you know, sometimes you can see things that, that the other person can't see. So having said that, man, I think it's going to be big. I think that Tom Herman is, is heading in the right direction. I think he's doing all the right things uh, for this uh, Texas Longhorn team moving forward. You know, again, just say you, you were know, wrong one more time. Hey, I, I just want to hear hey, one more time. I, I, man, man, I mean, can know, I just share one more time? Hey, hey, I, just I, one more time. I admit, man, I was, I was wrong about, about Tom Herman, man. I mean, it's I think I, I, I'll say, I'll say this. I was wrong about Tom Herman. You know, he proved me wrong this year. Uh, you know, last season or whatever the, uh, the case may be. The first year, I feel like I was spot on about the dude, man. Even early on this year, nah, I don't want to get you Maryland. started again. I don't <laughs> want to get you started again. <laughs> but, uh, but it, but it is, is, uh, it's cool, man. Uh, I know we have a long time, man. It's going to be, uh, you know, we, hey, September what? September? September 9th is LSU. Se- September 9th is LSU. 182 so. days, bro. So we're recording this on uh, March 9th. Happy birthday to my pops, by the way. He, he turns, uh, Happy birthday, I, won't tell man. His age, I won't tell his age, but you know, my pops, pops birthday today. The reason that I, reason that I love UT football so much, his birthday is today, March 9th, is we're recording this. So he doesn't have a birthday week like my man Day Day, <laughs> but I want him to at least hey, enjoy man, himself today. He's such a freaking hater, man. Hey. But you know, we, we, um, like I say, man, shout out again, man, to our listeners, man. Shout out to the ones that was hitting me up, man, and, and asking, you know, when we we're going to jump back on we're just and, and not, record, we're not recruiting man. analysts, man. Yeah, like, we, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take a step back and tell that, you about man. the guys when they come, but we ain't going to sit here and say, this guy might come here. He's got a... We, we leave, we leave the high school kids alone. We really leave the college kids alone too, by the way. So, and I, I, I gotta give this PSA one more time. Quit getting in these kids' mentions. Quit getting in these kids' mentions, people. Quit mentioning these people on social we, media. We, these kids. We, we had to throw, throw this show, uh, in. Obviously, man, let you guys know that we're still here, man. We're still, um, you know, uh, uh, gathering information and we still, you know, uh, you know, the things that we've discussed, uh, uh, you know, leading into the, uh, spring game and everything like that. So we're, we're still on the ball, man. Even though we hadn't been actually, you know, on the air, we hadn't been podcasting or whatever. We're still very close to, to what's going on uh, at the University of Texas and, you know, keeping you guys, uh, in the mix. Uh, you know, we don't want to bore you guys with, with, with just blanting, you know, blatant, you know, just BS, man. We don't want to just. Oh keep, my you know, gosh! Kinda... We got some breaking news as this happens. Lava. We got some breaking news as this happens. Well, all right, we spit it out, man. This, according to Brian Davis of the Austin American Statesman, a Texas spokesperson confirms Vince Young has been fired for the University of Texas for being absent and not talking to superiors. Wow. We started the show talking about Vince and how, you know, hopefully he gets it together. Man, you have to be an absolute idiot. Dumbass. To Dumbass, get fired from the, for, from the University of Texas and be Vince Young. And all you have to do is be Vince Young. And all you have to do, bro, I'm, I'm talking about, bro, the job that he had making a hundred grand or something a year, bro, to do fucking nothing. Nothing, bro. You just were Vince Young and you're making a hundred grand a year, bro, to do nothing and you get fired, bro. How do you get out get fired on your day off? How do you get fired on your day off <laughs> when all you have to do is be Vince Young? All you had to do was be Vince Young. All you had to do was be Vince Young and you got fired. How can Vince Young not be Vince Young? You know what I'm saying? You, you're not even good at being Vince Young. Like what kind of, you know, like that's crazy, bro. And I, I'm not going to, you know, hey, I'm not going to. 
on my man or whatever, but I'm just going to be honest with you, man. That's just the dumbest thing that I've heard, man. That's idiotic you to me. You ain't even talking to your superiors? You know, you're not even talking to you're not. You're not. Who do you I think mean, I mean, you are, but, man? But I, I guess... I guess he, he figured, hey, I'll save myself the embarrassment. He knew what was coming down the pike line, man, because it's just a bad look for the university, man. We, we gave you pretty much a slap on the wrist for the first time. Okay. It happens. But now you turn right around and you do the same thing again. You know, the university like, nah, man, we, we can't, we can't, you know, we love you, Vince. And, and at least communicate well, with us. At yeah, least communicate yeah, with man, us. That, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's crazy, terrible. man. That's so, garbage, man. That's crazy. Our first breaking news, man, uh, as we're live uh, doing the podcast, man. Again, um, Vince Young has been fired from the University of Texas, man. We still have our uh, our memory, uh, but <laughs> God, how yeah. are you going to get fired on your day hey, off? Man, I hope the steak I hope the uh, the steakhouses are doing well, man. Golly, oh, or something, man. man. I mean, what's he going to do for money now? I mean, you're making you're making all that bread just to be venture, just to be venture, to walk just around campus, bro, and just do nothing, man. Nothing, bro. And, and, and I just, I don't, I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. But I mean, hell, it is what it is, man. We got people out here with real problems, man. Uh, you know, Vince Young, you know, he'll, you know, God blessing me, he'll land on his feet. He'll be okay, man. I can't, I, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. This is just keeping it real, man. Y'all know how we are on the 41 Acres podcast, man. We're going to keep it a stack every time. I can't feel sorry for somebody, man, who got paid a hundred grand, bro, to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? That that that's idiotic to me, bro. What do you mean? I mean, we we started off talking about idiotic, but now obviously, if Texas, let's just put it this way: if the University of Texas isn't giving Vince Young the benefit of the doubt, he f-ed up. They've done everything to give, <laughs> hey, to give him the benefit we got, of the we doubt. Got, right? We got an expletive, man, from uh, Landry Locker, man. I, I'm, I'm the one that dropped the F-bombs and stuff on this show, man. Don't get it twisted, bro. But I'm just bro. saying, he effed up. <laughs> he did, man. Again, man, I, I love you, Vince. Love you. But it's, it's, it's certain people that I can't feel sorry for, man. Or I can't, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to nah, even go don't there. don't do that, bro. Go there, bro. Nah, I'm not going to even go keep there, bro. That, keep that on your, yeah. damn, on your damn Facebook, man. Keep that on your damn there, Facebook, man. dude. You know, but, Those interviews have been fascinating, though. Listen. Let's not. We don't need takes on it, but those interviews have been fascinating. Oh man, the, the, the interviews. But we don't. We don't need to get the, the, the into all that. The, the, what they've been doing with man, man. They, I, they, I, they, I, they, I, I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with all these memes about that, though. Hey, 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 he he he's definitely replaced uh, Jordan as the the new crying face, man. <laughs> no, nah, he has not. That will never. That will never be. Replaced. Hey. I actually think that hurt Jordan's legacy. With the crying, the crying phase? Yeah. Not for, my, not for our generation, but for kids who probably didn't watch him. That's what they know Michael Jordan as, bro. Well, I mean, kids that already didn't watch Michael Jordan, uh, 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 you know, play ball or whatever the case may be, man, that was outside of our, our generation, these millennials, man, they already feel like, you know, hey, Le- LeBron James or, or Kobe Bryant is the GOAT, man, you know, right now. So, uh, you know, you know, that, that's just like when we came up, man, like to be honest with you, I didn't know, much about, I mean, I, I knew Dr. J or whatever the case may be, man, but to me, it was Michael Jordan all day long, man. I would have taken Michael and a lot of people, you know, debated that early on, uh, you know, with Dr. J, man. So, hey, you know, times are changing, man. These kids, you know, if they go back and watch film on, on Michael Jordan, you know, if they take time to watch YouTube videos and everything, they'll see the greatness of, of Michael Jordan. But, uh, uh, right now, man, a lot of these kids think LeBron James is just a man, you know? Yeah. He just passed him, Jay. 
Yeah, so, so what? He passed MJ in, in scoring. Okay, so now it's he's four. Accomplishment. So now he's four. Yeah, so he's a huge accomplishment. But but Jordan played played less years, less games, blah, 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 less years, get less games, line, or whatever. Blah, 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 and you know, yeah, what I'm all of the defensive MVPs, days, all of the the, the, uh, uh, the, the finals MVPs. You know what I'm saying? Six and zero in championship. Team championship, won 55 man, games without know, him. Team won 55 games when he retired. Oh man, I'm not just gonna sit up here and go down. Tell me right now, tell me right now, is LeBron James better than Michael Jeffrey Jordan? I see both sides of the argument. I will say this. When your team wins 55 games and goes seven games with the New York Knicks, who lost in seven games in the NBA Finals to the Houston Rockets without you on the team, that kind of tells me that you had pretty good surroundings and you had Phil Jackson as your coach. I understand both sides. Right now, I'm, I'm obviously going to give it to MJ, but I think there is both sides of the argument. But in regards to the argument, I think the people who defend Michael Jordan and say he's the best have a lot less substance when they argue it. I, 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 don't, I, I don't feel like they back up their argument as well as the people who back up LeBron. I, I, I'll tell you this. To me, and, and you can disagree with me. I'm pretty oh, no. sure you will. Oh, no. You know, but to me, Michael Jordan made players around him hungrier, made players around him better. LeBron they James, won 55 look, without look, him. LeBron James, they won 55 without Le, him. But he still made and almost players made the finals. around him better. LeBron you know, didn't make people better. I mean, yeah, what but, has Kyrie done without? He, Le, what? What? Look at Kyrie Irving without LeBron. He's a train wreck. He can't even. He can't even. He, he's bipolar. You don't even know what he's going. What, what's going on with that guy? You're telling me he didn't make Kyrie Irving better. Kyrie Irving's never won anything without him. Scotty and them at least won without MJ. They did. They did. They did. Some good things. Kyrie Irving's a loser without LeBron. What's he doing? Hey, yeah, that's Kyrie, what I thought. Hey, 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 first of all, uh, like I said, MJ, I feel made players around him better, and LeBron James are looking for better players around him. There's a difference, bro. Well, now he is. There, there, there's now a difference, bro. With this Laker team, man, this Laker team is is. And and I, and I honestly, I didn't see that. I, I thought the Lakers. Honestly, bro, I thought that they would probably. And I mean, I know we're getting off of the Longhorns, man, so we just kind of talking yeah, sports right now. I mean, Vince but, will throw it off. Vince threw off, man. Uh, yeah, now now I'm not going to get to see Vince Young at the stadium. Man, what are we going to do? Vince, Vince Young Ricky. fired. Ricky. Vic it's Young. all right, Ricky. Vince Young has Ricky, been fired. You What's up? Shout out to my boy down. Jarvis, man. Shout out to Jarvis. Ricky, on the, hold it on down. Here, man. Hey, Jarvis, in case you ain't heard, man, Vince Young has been fired, man, from the University of Texas, bro. Just breaking news as we doing this podcast, man. man you he shot, has you're shouting people out on Facebook Live on a podcast. man. We got to we gotta get out here. Before we get out of here, though, the new quarterback of the Texas Longhorns, maybe let me just tell you this. If Sam goes and wins a national title, I think we're safe. It's safe to say that Sam Ellinger respects the University of Texas a little bit more than Vince Young does, okay? So it's safe to say that. He grew up with it. So Sam won't let us down. If Sam, if Sam takes wow. UT to the promised land, he won't, he won't crap on the university and crap on all his believers like Vince Young has. So Sam Ellinger, let's just, let's just get out of here on a Sam Ellinger story because he made a little bit of news yesterday with, yeah. uh, with, a, with a couple tweets. And this right. is what Sam had to say. And, and it's the ongoing, uh, debate about, you know, college college athletes and, and being compensated uh, for their likeness. This is what Sam had to say. Uh, quote, consider a full-time unpaid internship that requires one to four years of participation with a minimum 40-hour work week. This internship generates millions of dollars for your company and billions of dollars for the broadcasting companies that cover your industry. Within this internship, you risk your short-term and long-term health on a daily basis. You endure this internship with less than 2% chance to advance in your industry and obtain a full-time 
full-time paid job. Would you accept this position? Now consider the full-time unpaid uh, internship as college athletics and the full-time paid job as professional sports. This was in support of Congressman Mark Walker, uh, who's basically proposing the Olympic model uh, in which Players like Sam Ellinger can profit off of their likeness. It should be noted, though, that Sam did go on to say that uh, he does appreciate uh, being the quarterback of the of the University of Texas, which we already knew, uh, and he's blessed. I, I don't disagree with what Sam's saying. I think a lot of times when people say, you know, college athletes should be paid, I think that's a simplistic view because I think we're looking at it as if all of them are going to go to the NFL. Some of them are benefiting from having an education, so I don't think you can just lay out salaries and, and, and have like a, a situation where Alabama and Texas can buy all these players. But what he's talking about is the Olympic model in which Sam Ellinger can on his own profit from his name because he's the University of Texas uh, quarterback. I have no issue with this. I don't even know why this is even a topic. If, if if the Olympic model works in that area of amateurism, it should work in college football. But I'm not going to sit here and say like guys like two or three deep should 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 all of a sudden make like thousands of dollars because they're they're more replaceable. But a guy like a Johnny Manziel, a guy like a Sam Ellinger, a guy like a Vince Young when he played, I have no problem with them going out and making their own money, uh, profiting on 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 what that what they do and and what they risk every Saturday. You know, I, I absolutely agree with you, man. Even going. Going uh, back, man, uh, you know, uh, some some years ago, man, maybe you know, uh, you know, seven years ago or whatever, uh, eight years ago when they came out with the Fab Five, you know, uh, on the uh, Thirty for Thirty on uh, ESPN, man, and how you know big of a a team that they were, man, and uh, and I know you know football is is different, but I mean it's kind of the same thing where you know these universities profit off of these kids, man, jerseys and different things like that that the university is making all of this money, and these kids, you know, are hungry for pizza, you know, at night, man, you know, just trying to study. And, and trying to cram for Why exams. Why you bringing up and, pizza around me, so, bro? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. It's yeah, still, hey. still Pizza Gate, man. Nah, Pizza Gate. It's over. Pizza Gate ended up But I totally agree with you, man. I feel like if, if you know a player like Sam and those guys, you know the big name players that's uh, uh you know that the, the people are coming to see and and uh they're you know getting the jerseys and everything and they're bringing all of this money to the university. There's no way in hell that these guys shouldn't be able to uh capitalize off of uh some of that. Uh, that that income just do it on their own. It's it's not it's not a, it's not really rocket science. Yes, they benefit from the education. More of them do than don't. But it's it's really kind of just common sense in the whole thing. But uh, shout out to Sam Ellinger, Vince Young. You worthless sob man. No. I never thought wow, I would say this. Man. I hate saying it, Day Day. I hate saying it, but it's it's. God. So is it safe to say, man, we won't have him on the show? <laughs> No. no, he's gone. He's gone, man. Okay, man. You still can't take away the memories. Uh, can't take I'm away just kind of hurt right man. now. Hey, matter of fact, I think when we leave here, man, I go home, man. I think I might watch the uh, 05 National Championship game. We got all over again, man. I'm gonna just go, for the memories, I'm man. Gonna go, I'm going to go to the uh, corner store across the street. I'm going to get me a Colt 45 and pour some out for my man, Pour Young, man, at the yeah. University of Texas, man. Sucks, man. I, but, but again, the moral of the story today uh, on the 41 acres is it is a playoff or bust season for Tom Herman. Texas is in the driver's seat. They're the favorite to win the Big 12. We've seen them let us down before, but the expectations are higher than they've ever been since 2010 uh, after the national championship loss. Actually, expectations were high with Garrett Gilbert as well. We all know how that went on, but the hope is there. The hope is alive. I'll never say Texas is back, but I will say 
playoffs or bust. Derek, it's been fun. Hey, man, it's been good, man, being back in the studio with you, uh, Lock, man, for our fans, our listeners, uh, that's, uh, you know, that keep us going on this podcast, man. We do it for you guys, man. We do it for the love of the University of Texas. And, uh, as always, man, we appreciate you guys listening, man. Check us out. Uh, you know, we ain't gonna bore you. Yeah, iTunes. Definitely get us on iTunes, man. Again, we're not gonna bore you guys with a lot of things. We're, we're gonna keep this rolling going up, uh, 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 to the spring game, man. And, and, you know, we'll have a recap we'll of, of, of the spring games as well, man. But we'll holler at you guys later, man. Now, as always, hook them, man. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.